Hey everybody, welcome to So Fast, So Furious, the ultimate Fast and Furious podcast. Dominic Toretto lives his life a quarter mile at a time, so we are watching the entire Fast and Furious franchise a quarter hour at a time. I am uh, your co-host, Zach Bassetta, and with me as always is Vito An- uh, Lapicola. V- Vito I always, always get that Anthony thrown in there. That's okay. No, it's okay. That's my middle name, so it's fine. Hello, everybody. How's it going? Happy New Year. And Anthony Ray Bench. Vroom, vroom, bitches. Anthony yes. Vito Ray Bench. No. That's not all my name. Not my best. Not my best joke. <laughs> no. <laughs> and we have... I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm completely dead today. That's all right. Don't so be dead, dude. You guys are going to have to drag me through this He's one. It's going to be fun. Zoink, Scoob. He's <laughs> well, a ghost. Well, if it makes you feel any better, we're done with Too Fast, Too Furious. This is... We're, we're entering the and awesome I have so much to say about of it. these movies I'm now. Glad. Yeah. We're entering the awesome phase, so be ready. And we brought okay. back uh, Matt Kyle, uh, who joined us for our wrap-up for the first film. Thanks for coming back. No problem. Always happy to be back to, to provide the, the, the retrospective look back at the whole movie. It's a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah, dude, your your insights last time were amazing. So we basically were like, let's bring him back for every movie if you're willing to do that. We would love to have you come on and like kind of be our Yeah, our to, to find our metaphorical train in uh, every Fast and Furious film. It's also, a, it's also a good excuse just to watch him again. It's like, I have to. I'm on a thing. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, an assignment. Exactly. Yeah part of this thing you know what's weird the metaphorical train thing is uh i'm still finding some some people who when i tell them we're doing a fast and the furious podcast they're like why and i'm like because these <laughs> movies are awesome and yeah it's, like, I it's mean, like the transformers films like everybody's watching it but nobody's admitting it and it saddens me it's like where your fast and furious you know flag with pride for you know? sure i mean like you could argue that you know transformers is kind of garbage and it makes money but i re- again i've said this yeah before, these are great movies you sit down and really pay attention and, and watch these from a narrative standpoint they hold together really well yeah um i also wanted to mention uh cole hauser is wing wings hauser's son not his brother i was wrong oh but they are really related. yeah wow okay which i guess makes sense since wings was kind of an 80s actor so yeah okay anyway just That's saying weird well, we got the the final fifteen minutes, really the final twenty minutes or so. I mean, um, seven. It's about like it's about nine minutes? or ten minutes. Yeah, it's not very long. I don't think it's because there's like seven minutes of credits yeah. or something, roughly. Exactly, exactly. So. But we are wrapping up too fast. Yeah, you always get the short end, Matt. You always yeah. instead of a full fifteen, you get about a nine or. <laughs> but then 10. we do get to discuss get, the entire film. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Can't get it all in a way. Yeah, yeah. And um, they're in the middle of their Verone plan, their Verone job. Um, Roman has already ejecto cedoed his guy. Right. And uh, what is it? Rome? Or no, it's, uh, Roberto. It's Enrique, Roberto. Roberto. Yeah, Roberto is somewhere being yeah. eaten by an alligator Most right likely. now. Most likely. We don't see him again. I that's know. true. Now that's that something. It. Well, that's that was something I was going to point out when we get to it, which we'll get okay, to. Okay, okay. Well, Brian is about to eject or seed Enrique, but then Enrique tells him to take an unexpected turn. Brian says there's no airstrip there, and Enrique says, who said anything about an airstrip? And he does it with such... I, I, I know this is Mo Galina's first movie. He was a cop. Mm-hmm. They hired him, you know, whatever. But he literally telegraphs <laughs> menace yeah, yeah. so bad that if I were Brian, I would have been like, ah, slam the brakes, had him hit his head or something and gotten out of there. It's like, he's like, it's so over the top. Yeah. I got you. Well, cause yeah. Brian totally gives himself away. Yeah. You know, if he had been thinking like a cop, he would have known, like, I won't say anything. I'll just go along with the plan. Don't right. say anything about yeah. the airstrip. Right. Right. I mean, they've had like, you know, they've had guns to each other before when they, <laughs> when they came to, to find, uh, 
Eva Mendez on the houseboat. And yeah. like, you know, they've been waiting for this. It was, it was also, I really like kind of the, 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 the turn in, in that for that character because like one scene earlier, all four of those guys are all like They're happy and totally bonding, bonding over the fact that yeah. they just got away with this crazy thing. Yeah. In that thing where like, you know, sometimes you're in like kind of a crazy situation with someone you don't like very much, but you're on the same side for that moment. And like right. that really, ca- like they're all like, that was amazing. That was some yeah. good yeah, driving, dude. Was like, he has that moment where he goes, yeah. you're a really good driver. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. bro. Yeah. They could have done the Thanks, Dom Brad. thing where it's like, you've impressed me so much, I'm going to let you go. Yeah. Right. I'm right. not going to take well, you to get but killed. they're evil. Yeah, right. and also they they don't have the thing in because this movie implies the reason Brian let Dom go is because he's mm-hmm. guilty about what happened to Roman <laughs> which back is, in the day. Yeah. Terrible which retcon. is so bad. Yeah. Not good behavior for a no. cop. Right. No. right. <laughs> it's your first case, you idiot. You yeah. let the perp. You go. remind me of my other bald friend. <laughs> so Who also uh, happens to be black. Yes, yeah. yes, dude. What I also love about this this moment is that he's staring at at Brian like he's one of those like cartoon steaks that you see the guy who's like on <laughs> an island. A port show. Yeah, they're like on an island. And he turns. <laughs> like, he literally. I mean, it's like it's like again. We were talking about this while we were watching the fifteen minutes. Is like sometimes the people go to twelve, and he never Singleton never dials back to like ten yeah. or even eight or anything. He's yeah, just yeah. like run with it, and it's like sometimes it's okay not to be over the top. It's you can so be under cartoony. the top once in a while. There's so dude, much cartoon. In this movie, it's, I watched, a, it's heightened. Yeah, I, I watched yeah. the, the outtakes on the DVD, and it's like seventy percent John Singleton just going, "Okay, guys, calm down. All right, let's focus, relax." <laughs> so you're not make far a fucking off. movie here, you guys. <laughs> exactly. Stop dicking her head. And so uh, Brian lowers his ejector seat detonator thing, which is in plain view of Enrique. I know. I Again, love that he's, he's holding asking. it the entire. Time. I know, right? He's like, yeah. uh, "What you got there, buddy?" Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Roman goes to some... drink dispenser. Yeah, don't worry about it. Soda comes down, a little straw pops out of the roof. It's for Nas. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's his extra Nas canister. (laughs) I mean, it literally is. It literally is, yeah. (laughs) I know, right? It's half-empty Nas canister. Which which, uh, is going to, again, when we get to that moment, is going to show how shitty of a mechanic Jerry is, along with being a shitty rapper in the movie. (laughs) Right, right, uh, right. So he doesn't owe uh, he doesn't owe Brian money for nothing. Right, right. <laughs> That's right. We don't know why, but he owes, he does owe Brian. Never money. never brought up again. I don't no, think. No, not at all. Um, Roman goes to uh, some area where Jimmy, uh, the oh, rapper, Jimmy. I, I called Jimmy. him Jerry. Yeah, That's he's not right. a Jerry. That's well, right. he's Jerry rigging his his cars. Uh, the low rent mechanic. Good cover. Is waiting for him. Roman radios Brian to find out where he is, and Brian tells him about the new plan to meet at Tarpon Point, wherever that is. And again, you know, Enrique is right there, so he hears all this chatter. Right. But that's fine. And Rome, yeah, Rome is like, oh man, I told you, you know, Monica's on Verone's side. He's so convinced that she's a bad guy. He's like, because right. he, he, he's blaming her basically mm-hmm. for Still. Brian's impending death. Well, and at even this point. calls her uh, Brian's woman, which I yeah, didn't woman. understand why. I guess that sort of you makes can, sense. You can just kind of tell yeah. that it was meant to be in this movie, and that for some it got dropped, whatever reason yeah. they didn't like push it. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it was just like the least important part of the story in the end, and it yeah. actually works out pretty well for the series as a whole. Yeah, because for sure. Then yeah. you don't have him going off and having this weird fling with Eva Mendez and then coming back and be like, oh, but Mia, I really like Mia. It's yeah, like, yeah. In four, and it's like, it, yeah. it all works out okay. Yeah. yeah, I got the impression that John Singleton wanted to have them hook up, but he said for whatever reason the studio wouldn't let him. So, But in hindsight, for the series, I definitely agree it worked out better. I, I'm guessing maybe they, they kind of used uh, 
too fast, too furious as like a almost like a litmus test. Like, could this survive like with a brand new cast? As a sort of anthology yeah. series in a way. Yeah, and if not, you know, like we can bring back the original cast, just throw them as much money as, as they want. Well, the problem they threw, they tried to give twenty five million to Vin yeah. Diesel, yeah. and he refused it. Because he basically didn't like the idea that they're just coming up with a random story and slapping the characters into it. Yeah. And then I guess he, sh- he decided to come back for four because they were bringing it back to formula, more mm-hmm. or less. Um, because two and three very much are like, okay, we're just going to have a story that yeah. has cars and crime and hot dudes in it. That's, and that's and I could totally do, see yeah. like an executive like smoking a cigar going, like, that's all they show up for. Yeah. That's all they want. Yeah. The That's all they want. Well, it did seem like uh, no one gives a he shit. Knew who Vin Rob Diesel Cohen is. wasn't going to be involved, yeah. so that that was uh, a negative for him. I had thought that he asked for twenty five million, and they didn't give for whatever reason. Mm. He didn't. Yeah, there's there's strange things, but didn't he also? He comes on as a producer in the fourth movie too, right? Yeah, he gets so, a lot more creative control after kind of yeah. Tokyo Drift doesn't do what they think it's going to do. Yeah, and he comes back in to sort of save it. And and does which does, is really does amazing. Well, Sometimes you gotta let's let not the, uh, get too into Dom okay. at this point. He's he's still hiding down in Baja. Yeah, <laughs> Enrique. Yeah, we'll uh, have to catch up to Los Bandoleros before we know. Oh, so we right, will. Right. Where that, where that was. Don't you worry. Uh, so Brian apparently turns his radio off immediately because Roman keeps trying to reach him with no response. I know it's like it's yeah. like suddenly it's just off. He's like, I gotta go. I think that's because Brian knows that like the plan because uh, the plan is fucked. The plan is uh, I can't remember Eva Mendes's character name. Monica. 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 It was yeah. Monica? Easy to yeah. easy to forget. Uh, I so think it's Monica Fuentes. Yes, that's right. Because I kept because yeah. I keep confusing her with Daisy Fuentes. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, oh that that character's played by Daisy. Well, no, that's not a Daisy. Fuentes. But um, Monica Fuentes sounds is that a real person somewhere? It must be a real act. It sounds like a real actress's name. It d- uh, does, like, doesn't it? It doesn't sound like a made up name. No, it doesn't sound like a fictional name. Anyway, um, <laughs> she basically told him before that like the plan is to kill yeah. him and Roman. So yeah. I think right. what Brian's doing there is he knows he's stuck and he's gonna have to go and they're gonna kill him, but if he doesn't tell Roman What's going on? Roman oh, might yeah. not Roman's show up. Not rather kill, rather than just ejecto Cito Enrique, I think he feels an obligation to go mm-hmm. save Monica. Yeah. Well, also his, his ejecto yeah. Cito doesn't work. <laughs> right. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't know that yet, but yeah. exactly, it wouldn't have worked anyway. Apparently. Yeah. Which is which shows that you know what <laughs> is, is his name? I keep, him, I keep wanting to call Jimmy, him Jerry yeah. now for some reason. <laughs> Jimmy the Lowry Jimmy is like camera. so bad that the damn thing Jimmy. doesn't work. Just, like, Although Jimmy knows GPS systems real well. Like, yeah, it's they, so they weird. Good job on that. <laughs> Looks I like mean, you got a tracker on your. How do you know it's a tracker? But you can't fucking build I a NAS ejection it. seat. Well, you're you're in a world where these like weird EMP dart things exist. Yes. So I mean, yeah. anything's it's possible. It's very strange. That is true. Yeah, everything's a grappling hook. Yeah. <laughs> and so Roman yeah. realizes that the feds are looking in the wrong spot, and that Monica or Brian's woman is alone with Carter, which probably isn't good. Brian gets to wherever Tarpon Point is, and some overacting extra with a gun rushes over to Brian's oh car God. and sticks it in his face. We were just talking about this. It was in my notes, and then Matt pointed it out. It's like, the guy has a shotgun. It's a it's a range weapon. Right. And he runs, he literally runs up and puts, like, <laughs> the front of the nose of the gun is on Brian's face. It's like, right, right. you don't have to get that close. No, he's a terrible she... shot. Yeah. Yeah, right, right. He's, he's like, I failed shotgun class. I'm sorry, guys. He failed stormtrooper school. <laughs> exactly. Or he did really well in Stormtrooper School. Yeah, they were terrible shots. But uh, Carter is, I guess this is just like a little hideout. I couldn't tell if there's a building there or anything. But uh, Carter's there, and he's waiting in his 
other black SUV, the one that didn't go to the airport. He gets out with a shotgun in Monica, and he tells the overacting guard to let Brian out. Carter has at least three buttons open on his shirt, I noticed. It's like the more, <laughs> well, I mean, the more evil he gets, the more it's buttons. Very and he has, he has some very flowing boat pants. <laughs> That's like, right. The man is ready to relax. He is a seafaring man. <laughs> Because he's been so tense this whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He's at the end of his journey. He's like, now it's time to dress down a little bit and like take it in style. Right. But he's he's taking Monica hostage, basically. Well, he hasn't revealed that yet, though. No. You know what I no, mean? No, he hasn't. And, and you have to question what he's going to do with her, too. Like, it's like, why not just kill her at that? I mean, he knows she's a cop. What's he going to do? But right. anyway, well, wherever they're going, I guess he had a plan. He's his just going to drop her off in Puerto Vallarta, and that's it. What's that? He's, he's just going to let her go. She's like, yeah. I thought you were going to come in. No, just go. <laughs> I don't want to see you again. Yeah, yeah. Don't ever come back. <laughs> <laughs> this is for all those those kisses you gave me. Uh, Enrique tells Brian to open the trunk. Enrique and the guard remove the money, and they push Brian roughly towards Carter. Carter asks where the rest of the money is, and Brian tells him it's in the other car. How does do, the how did they know it was supposed to fit exactly six bags? I was unclear that, on that. I think if you're in the, the drug trade, you probably know how much money fits in a duffel this bag. This is a three-bag okay, yeah. car. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, why didn't they just shoot Brian at that point anyway? Mm. Because if they're anticipating that Rome is going to show up, they could kill Brian, move the car out well, of the way, and Carter when Rome shows up. But the car says what other car? As though he had forgotten that there's two cars involved. Like he hired two drivers. Exactly. Why did yeah. you even need no, two did, drivers? I, don't, I thought he said, uh, ah, the other car. Like I, I thought that line oh, maybe, was, was maybe sort of right. like, it was more of like a, oh, right, him. Like the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The g- other be. guy I totally trust to actually do what you say, <laughs> yeah, say you're going to do. That I just that. met yeah. two days okay, ago. Yeah. 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 <laughs> to pull the biggest job in my career. Yeah, it's pretty strange. Yeah, plausible deniability is very important in that line of work. <laughs> well, as we discovered last week with uh, Marcella Samuel, that, uh, that exactly is what it was. Like as far, as long as yeah. he's disassociated from the money, he can, you know, he's clear. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So anyway. And he's pulled a fast one because the cops are all on the at the wrong location. So right. that's so good. He knows so he's he safe, is ostensibly getting away with this at this point. Right. Which again yeah. leads uh, begs the question: Why not just kill Paul? That's Ryan what I'm saying. Like at that point, he is pretty much useless. Yeah. This is a this is a constant question through this whole scene. Really, right. As you move forward, he's like, why is Paul Walker not not shot about five separate times? Because as soon exactly. as they pulled the money out, they could have shot him because yeah. they know. I mean, again, if Roman I mean, that's the plan. According to Monica, that's been yeah. the plan for like a day and a half is. Yeah. When Brian's done doing what he's going to do, they're going to shoot him. Yeah. They've right. got his half well, of I, the money. I, I, maybe even pop. if he wasn't a cop, it wouldn't matter. Right. Like, mm-hmm. like that's just he cleans up after himself basically right. well, that makes sense because they're suspicious about Monica because they caught her sneaking over to Brian's boathouse which was the reason I guess that uh, Carter fed her the lie mm-hmm. about the airstrip yeah. so there's some some thought put into this yeah that's <laughs> yeah. true yeah. as rudimentary as it may be it's uh, just one of those movies where sometimes it's like, oh, you didn't spoon feed me that information, and so I didn't think of it because I didn't realize I had to think. Right, right. Wait a minute. It, yeah. Are you saying that this movie is way more intelligent than what the credit that we're giving it? Is that what you're saying? No, I think it's about as intelligent as <laughs> the credit we're giving it. Okay. It's about yeah. it's more intelligent than the credit most people might give it. Right. That's I'd agree. Uh, it yeah. holds because, together. Because if it's you're going to watch that movie. part and like you're like, oh, I didn't get that, uh, who cares? It's like, yeah. I mean, that's the... Right. Yeah. It's, it's like how equilibrium does make a lot of sense when you think about it. But it's like, right. oh, whatever. You cut that guy's face off. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Carter asks. Gun- <laughs> that is pretty cool to watch. But it is. Which that is my favorite dumb uh, movie. Equilibrium. Probably. Oh, with yeah. The, with, with the gun cut. Equilibrium. It's better than you It think. is 
one of the stupidest movies I love. It is, yeah, they, it is they basically so dumb. said to Kurt Wimmer, hey, go out and make us a Matrix movie that it's isn't the, the Matrix. It's the best Matrix yeah. ripoff. I and I love say. that he made, like, the gun kata thing he made. That was, like, a thing he and his brother made up in their backyard when they were kids. <laughs> and he made a whole giant, I mean, it was, yeah. it's so good. It's so yeah. dumb, but it's so good. It's, well, in, it's in the same category as these movies for, in sometimes for me. Maybe maybe John Wick is, like, an example of taking that to a more. Yeah. That's true. Effective level. I love John Wick. Can't wait for the third one. I'm he hoping a horse in the third. I'm movie. hoping John Wick's going to show up as DLC for the new Mortal Kombat game. Oh my god, that'd be amazing! Doesn't, doesn't Warner Brothers own that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that dude. would be pretty fucking cool. Well, Carter asked Brian if he knows about the agents that stormed his jet. Brian, in classic Paul Walker poker face, says nothing. Carter reveals to Brian Just looks that he with those blue, blue those eyes. baby blues. <laughs> Which so are always lit to be the most beautiful thing in every shot they're in in this movie. That's I'm right. You can't John Singleton away. knew you don't get those eyes in every picture. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. This is completely unrelated. Going back to the John Wick thing, his animality has to be a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> of course. It has to be. He, and then this off screen just... <laughs> <laughs> That makes oh. sense. Oh, sorry. You have that one for free, Warner Brothers. You're right welcome. there. You're welcome, Ed Boone. <laughs> there's, a, there's a game designer listening who's like, holy shit. I'm taking holy no shit. They cracked the code. Those boys were on to something. They'll never know. So Carter reveals that he only told one person about the airstrip, Monica. So he knows she's a cop now, and I suppose Brian, too, by association. She gets, she gets a look of like... Now, you were asking while we were watching the sack, like, is she... Is she poker faced like as a cop or is she is she just not acting? I couldn't and tell. I think you I, I can sense that she's got an oh shit. There she has but an oh shit moment. Yeah. Because she throws this glance at, at Brian where obviously in a movie we notice it mm-hmm. in in their reality they don't see it but they have this moment where they she's like i'm fucking dead and he realizes it so i think she's acting and she's just trying to hide it you know that makes yeah, sense. she's kind of doing it. the thing where you just don't give him the satisfaction yeah yeah right right you don't beg yeah because she's already cool. done that way too much uh enrique pulls a gun <laughs> it took me a minute <laughs> i didn't hear that i'm sorry what did you say he said because he what she's yeah, already has yeah <laughs> she's already done that more than enough yeah uh, given him given the pleasure him the satisf- yeah <laughs> yeah that's true yeah. it's true uh, they were yeah for eleven months I think Enrique pulls a gun on Brian and Carter tells that overacting guard who's probably the director's cousin to put Monica on the boat Monica resists and Carter puts his shotgun in her face probably not for the first time yeah he's he's a serial killer I'm fairly certain yeah. that Carter Verone has some some bodies, you know, in his basement that they're going to discover. Whether whether it was a direction or just Cole Hauser, he plays it like he's so giddy over every yeah. (laughs) We were were talking about that. Like he has such a maniacal look at in every shot of this movie. He looks so like he's so happy to be there, (laughs) and I imagine that he just has this immense heart on the entire movie. Like he just has this tumescent boner that won't go away. Right, and that's snorting all the Viagra. Yeah. Well, and now he's got his he shotgun, is. which he hadn't had the rest of the film. He always has these like weird phallic substitutes, right? That's the cigars, true, the, cigar, and the gun. You know, he wields the gun. He even throws the gun over his shoulder, like you, like you see jokey people when they act like I've got a big dick, and they throw it over their shoulder. <laughs> That's how he throws the gun over his shoulder. He is. He probably has a small penis. Well, he the is character, a not Cole Hauser, because I don't want him to find me and kill me Absolutely. if he hears this podcast and you know and, and hunt you down. Yeah, Cole Hauser, you probably have a large penis. 
The character does not. Please come on our show. Clarification. Yeah. yeah. Come on the show. Come on the show now that we've complimented your dong. <laughs> this is like the South Set Park Set the record bit. straight. That's right. Oh, you heard it here first. Penis. Set the record straight. The first thing right as the show starts. All right, guys. I want to put some of that on the table. Boom. And it's his dong. And we're like, it's fucking huge. Can we record oh, now? Okay. <laughs> testing, testing. <laughs> Carter tells Enrique to hide the cars and get rid of Brian. Instead of just killing Brian right there, Enrique has him get back into the car and drive it like 50 yards yeah, down the road. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. And by the way, okay, so when Enrique is yelling, get the stuff out of the out of the back of the car, he's yelling it in Spanish, and again, it just says Spanish subtitles. Exactly. Yet, there is a fucking real subtitle that says engine starts. Why does a person who can't hear need, need to, to know that the cars are the cars moving? We know that. So, it. like, it's the subtitler is so bad. Right. I, I get so upset. You know, it's like, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. Like, why? Why try it? That point? maybe maybe if you turn in, you know, the transcript or whatever the script, and it you don't translate the Spanish for them. Maybe they just won't do that it. Might, that might be part of it. John Segal, like, make sure it says the car starts. Yeah. It's very unclear right now. Like I, I've always, sometimes I wonder like if you don't translate that because like you're trying to make the the Spanish sound like, you know, oh, it's like it's like alien or it's foreign. Right. Right. Like Brian doesn't know. But it's like yeah. Brian works undercover in like drug and, and racing smuggling rings. He would definitely understand Spanish. Like, yeah. Yeah, like he, you're, yeah. you're not speaking in code that Brian <laughs> right, can't right. understand. You're, you're, <laughs> right. and so, Ixnay, I mean, I understand RK. what he's I mean, I understand what he said because I grew up I grew up in California, but like it's Well, that's what I was gonna say is he started in LA and moved to Miami, he would know Spanish. He absolutely would know, <laughs> especially in that line of work, you have to. Like mm-hmm. you have, it's a lazy subtitler. Yeah. Dude. I think this that's person, true. I, this I've been this doesn't seem like this a choice. The whole movie. This doesn't seem like a choice. Like how they don't subtitle the Spanish in the, into the Spider Verse, because it's part <laughs> right. of the family right. sort of sort of communication. And you understand what's happening. Yeah. Um. It just seems like, yeah. Like yeah. The, the guy the, was like, like ah, I don't know what that means. Screw it. But yeah. I know what an engine sounds like. I made like. my eight hours of pay today. <laughs> they don't need to know what Enrique is saying. <laughs> Well, Enrique tells Brian it's the end of the road, and I couldn't tell if he was trying to be funny or not because they drove down the road. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. He also <laughs> not, not a lot that. of car jokes in the series, really. When you think about it, I know like, there's funny. more ass references that. than car jokes. <laughs> yeah, which is weird. Lots of lots of butt jokes in this movie. Enrique also tells Brian that he likes him, but he still has to kill him. Apparently, this was a line that uh, the actor wanted included. John, uh, John Singleton didn't want him to say that, but he really? talked him into it. And on the commentary, Singleton says, you know, he likes it now. It was good, but it's interesting that he, he kind of had to fight for it. Yeah, and he says, I quote. I like you, but I still got to kill you. It's my job. He's more dedicated to his job than the subtitling guy. He's willing to kill a man for his job. (laughs) And quite frankly, more dedicated than Brian. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. For sure. That is true. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Because this is two in a row where Brian kind of screws his employers over. Oh, not kind of in the first movie. Yeah, Yeah, he's a really bad employee. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You just can't. I mean, they're right. You can't trust him. (laughs) He's yeah, he's a true. he's gray, you know. He's a, guy, he's a, yeah, a little he's bit a, of good, a little he's bit a gray of gray Jedi. Chaotic, right. What is it? Chaotic neutral? Is that the? Uh, oh man, that's a good question. That, 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 the alignment. Oh, the alignments of all the Fast and the Furious oh, characters. No. Oh, that's you a, that's that a whole Diesel's separate done movie. That because he's he's, he's an a big D and D guy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, yeah. So mark that down for like I do a whole hour on that with Vin Diesel when we get him on. Yeah, dude, we're getting him on. We'll do an hour of that. We'll do an hour on when he taught Judy Dench how to play D and D. That would be so dope. We'll I, I believe he would consider yeah. Dom a chaotic good. He's I definitely think that, chaotic I think good. that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. The rest, I yeah. don't know. But that seems like a Dom yeah. fit. Yeah, I don't know. 
God, that'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. And like, how do they evolve? That'll be a question we ask. Maybe that's him, his, that's our yeah. pitch to get him show. on the show. Is yeah, uh, we'll talk D and D the whole time. Right, right. <laughs> Everything in terms of D and D, and whether you, have to, you you can roll a D twenty to decide if you have to answer a question or yeah, not. Yeah, it'll be our D and D and F and F episode. I was just about to yeah. say. That. <laughs> I was just about to say that's the name of the episode. D and D F and F. Absolutely. Uh, Brian pushes the ejector seat detonator, but nothing happens because Jimmy's no good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Enrique, again, instead of just shooting Brian, asks, what is that? What is that? <laughs> what is that? I'm, actually, I'm going to say, um, because I like Jimmy, uh, I'm going to say that the, the the EMP claw thing damaged, that's fair. damaged the mechanism, oh, and that's why it serious head cannon See, that's why we there, bring you yeah. on. So you you know got what? a good point. Yeah. That, that. Because Jimmy wouldn't it. let him down. I'll buy it. Okay. All right. Makes sense. Okay, he could, you he sold could, me on But wait, wait, wait. Doesn't he owe? Doesn't Jimmy owe him money? For some reason, so it would be a Jimmy's advantage if he did not. Oh, the webs within <laughs> webs on these movies. He set him up to die. Hey, nobody, but not Roman because he, he didn't owe Roman any money. Yeah, no, that's right. nobody's gonna notice if he dies or not. I mean, you know, it's real easy. I owe him a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get out from under O'Connor. They are criminals. Let's not forget. He's keeping my rap career down. (laughs) So just then, Roman says over the radio, it's Barstow, baby. So (laughs) finish it. It's about to get ugly. Oh, he says it's Barstow, baby. It's about to get ugly. Right, right. But then it makes you ask, did Brian turn his walkie back on at some point? It's just weird. I think only we heard that line. Oh, man. I think he's... Rome's he just saying it, that to though. himself. No, he says it over the speaker. Because Enrique kind of looks at it. You hear it in the car. Yeah, and Enrique reacts. Wow. And and again, this is like a good 15 seconds where Enrique could have shot him. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, what are we Yeah, if do? you're going to shoot him anyway, why? the instant he it's starts like, do doing a need? thing... When he starts exactly. killing something, yeah, you shoot him. It could be a bomb for he's all he knows. He's a terrible, terrible villain. Well, it's yeah. the classic, you know, the bad guy talking too much. Right, right. That's true. Exactly. <laughs> are, are you shipping him right now? Yeah, I guess is that so. what happened. He I think like I think Enrique crush. is shipping himself. Enrique, like, and he's like, he's like, so I gotta sense. kill him, but maybe this is when it happens. He's like, <laughs> what is this a Smith song? <laughs> it's like in the darkened underpass, I yeah. thought my chance had come at last. The uh, at the totally, end of the road, he's like, he's like, I can't stop staring at your beautiful blue eyes, Brian. <laughs> You know, maybe, you know, and then stop, bam, stop looking at me or I can't do this. I'm going to shoot you in the chest so I don't have to destroy that beautiful face. <laughs> beautiful face. <laughs> that beautiful mug. Oh, Enrique. <laughs> closet. This is a whole, like, like backstory now of, like, this, like, closeted gay Latino oh, man no. whose who's father forced him to be a tough guy. And now you and know who like, the main villain will be in do. 10. That's right. Like, all I want to do, father, is dance. And he's like, you're going to get a gun and you're going to join gonna be a cop. Yeah, or a bad yeah. guy, and then he becomes a villain, and and his whole life, all he wants to do is settle down with this this beautiful golden haired god, yes. and he gets smashed yes. by, and that's the whole plot of ten. Is he oh. wants to find Brian because Brian's still alive in the in, yeah. the in the continuity of the movies, yeah, and the whole team has to prevent him from getting to Brian and ruining everything. The there, there's your ten. Like, I wonder if Verone is going to show up later, and I wonder if a couple of the other Ver- Verone has Verone ever shown up in anything like even in like that prison scene. Again. No, who, but who it would be say? interesting to have like, remember all the, the villains team. He up. wasn't in the th- thing where like where where Brian goes back to the L.A. for the prison thing in like six or something. No, I don't think seven. So. I don't. Like, I don't remember. I don't remember. But uh, I there were a lot of cameos in that one. How okay? So here is a, a legitimate question. Did you guys hear that uh, Paul Walker's brothers want to bring the character back digitally? 
They're, they're, I read hmm. an interview with That's one a of the terrible brothers. Idea. It's it's a horrible idea. Maybe but I for guess one scene. Footage. I think I think the only thing that makes sense is to kill he'd Brian. Have to be he'd have to be in the final movie somehow yeah. just to give. I but think, I mean, they kind of give him his send off in in. They seven. revenge his death. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. But. We'll, yeah. we'll 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 see uh, what happens. Yeah, but but I mean, I don't think that's a great idea either. I don't like no. CG characters. But I mean, well, no. it depends. Like you can, you can. You know, Marvel pulls off the young versions of characters pretty well, right? Um, you know, the, the, the there's a difference between like young, like Tony Stark in the in that hologram thing in Civil War. Where I mean, originally I was like, God, that looks like such a fake person. And then I looked up like what he actually looked, and that really is just what he looked like then. Oh yeah, yeah. no one yeah. should have lips that red. But, um, it, it's but also- he did. <laughs> and um, but I, or and then you compare that to say like um, or like young Michael Douglas and Ant Man or whatever. But then right. you compare that to say, um, Grand Moff Tarkin in Rogue oh, One, who so looks. Like he stepped out of Clone Wars to my eye. I mean, everyone I was with did not realize he was CG. There were there were people who thought, yeah, the Aquaman's dad. He just had a really bad wig on. Yeah, but um, Tarkin looked really fake, and I hated the Princess Leia. It's like, why can't you just show her from the back? I thought she looked okay. You know? Um, but see, she I, like I, a Munchkin. It was all weird. the people I I saw Rogue One with did not realize Tarkin was CG except me. Uh, which is I was impossible. like, some of them That's didn't crazy. know he was dead, which I'm like, it was 40 years ago. Yeah. That man, Peter Cushing is either 120 or like what? You're hanging um, out with like, who are these people? Like, no, how do they not know that he was they're, they're not They're not movie fans. They're okay. not like movie people. Right. Like, you know, they, I was going to insult your friends. Because when they came out, because when that, he came on screen for the first time, I was like, oh my God, like, it looks like Clone Wars Tarkin. Like, like, it looked so I fake. got used to it, but it wasn't, yeah. you know, it was obvious to me. But I think it works better when you have some, that the person there and you can mocap them and get their mannerisms. Yeah. But like Brian, or Brian, Paul Walker's brother really does... He did a lot of doubling for him in in seven, seven as well, yeah. and I thought that worked out okay. Like if you limit it and you you do it right, you could make it work. And like as long as the family's on board with it, I guess that's fine. Well, you know or, they want that paycheck. I yeah. hate to say it, but it's true. You say he got into a racing accident and he needed extensive uh, facial reconstruction surgery. <laughs> and you have Keanu Reeves come in. He gets I was captured. Say Josh Brolin. He gets captured by a wampa. And oh they have yes. to put him in the back to tank, <laughs> and that explains it all. Yep. Like the- <laughs> so Roman rams into the car from behind. I love, I love the protracted pause, and then you just <laughs> kick right back into the. Uh- well, we've got we've got a, a very uh, fun final scene yeah, or yeah, yeah. moments here. Uh, Roman rams into the car from behind, and Brian takes the opportunity to try and wrestle the gun away from Enrique. <laughs> Operative word tries. Yes, yeah. it does not work. It looks ridiculous. <laughs> he earlier though had no problem like taking down. One well, of he the can't two guys. do it seated. That's the you problem. You know what I mean? That is true. It is seated in, a, in seated. a restraint harness. It's exactly. That's true. Yeah. Uh, a few shots go off in, in the ensuing melee, and mm-hmm. Carter hears them. He tells whoever's driving the boat to get out of there. They go on and take off. Rather uh, than going back and making sure oh, the right. most Paul important Walker's part of dead. the plan is taken care better. of. Right. Bri- right. So Brian and Enrique are still struggling. Roman pulls him out and kicks Enrique in the face, allowing Brian to finally Wait, gain possession of the gun. You skip the part where Roman pulls the driver of the 
other car oh, yeah. out and right. beats the hell out of him for no apparent reason. Like, <laughs> well, yeah. because that other SUV is parked behind Enrique, right. and he rams get to him actually yeah. into the SUV and SUV into the car. Yes, but the guy behind the guy in the SUV puts up so little fight. <laughs> like this guy's a henchman. He's he like, I guess have it's all over. Yeah. I guess it's all He's over. Like, I'm like, just here to steer. He literally gets pulled out and like thrown against the car and doesn't do one thing to defend himself the entire time. No, but he does show up later. Oh, does he? <laughs> True. Well, yeah. the, 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 we'll get to that, but like the final shot when they drive away from the area to catch the boat, like Singleton just has it pulled yeah. back and rests on <laughs> the right. wrecked, that's... the wrecked Roman's wrecked car, and the unconscious driver just <laughs> laying right. there on the hood where that's Roman a left cartoon him. Cartoon moment, yeah. But they they really beat down Enrique at this point. Dude, like, they kick Roman spits on him. Yeah, they push each guy. other out of the way so they can kick him some more. It's been building up for a while. Yeah, well, that's, Dude. it's a mirror. I mean, that the spitting on him is great because it's a mirror to how he spit on Brian at the, when they first ran into each other at the you know at the at the demolition derby. You know, we've gone we've come so far around with Roman and Brian's relationship that now Roman's spitting on the guy who tried to hurt Brian. Yeah. And like, so that's, that's how you've seen that, you know, they're, they're Brez again. Yeah. <laughs> the Brez. I like how you said Brez. <laughs> that's how he, Roman he says it. He pronounces it so many different Bre. ways in the movie. Yeah. You have no bra, idea yeah. what letters bra, are in bra, there. Bra, bra, yeah, bra. I mean, vowel I, mean I tend to default to B-R-E-H for Roman there's, in this there's movie. Like, there's an E-H, there's a U-H time. There's, there's an A-H, which the subtitler does get correct. Like, they, they have, you know, very specific bra spellings, but. It is really weird. It's like they're, 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 they're going the gamut. Yeah. They're, they're stretching I, the language. I feel like it's intentional on Tyrese's part. I feel like he, each pronunciation means something different, but I have not cracked that code. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe it's like will tell. one of these is going to stand the test of time. The other ones are going to be very, very archaic and dated. <laughs> so I need to just... Are these movies? or oh, oh, no, the, no. The pronunciations With of pronunciation. Right. Okay. right. But no matter so. which one does become you know caught on you can always go back and say well Tyree started that yep because he did them all he was covering all the bases I think bro seems to have kind of become the dominant just for a while bra was bra was bra was big for a while like from 2001 to 2003 maybe right around that area if I call you bra I'm being a dick to you it's flat out like that's the only time I use it hey wait you said bra earlier in a text yep Asshole. <laughs> okay, now I get where you stand. Fuck you. <laughs> so even more than Carter not going to check on those multiple gunshots, he actually actually sees uh, Roman and Brian on the shoreline. Wait a minute, though. What? I have to point something out. Yeah. When they're kicking the shit out of Enrique, mm-hmm. Brian does a fucking like American History X head Curb stomp on this yeah. guy right. and the only thing that i could keep thinking is like they really they beat him so badly in this in this scene that i imagine he probably ends up in a wheelchair which he probably can't drive but like ends up in a wheelchair in this i mean they beat the fuck out of him i was like pretty shocked and that's you know a spinoff I mean? movie too yep. yeah well, it's it's enrique sipping uh, <laughs> a straw through his thing going i don't know how to drive this uh this uh, wheelchair well, you know, Singleton in the commentary points out that this is like a very ghetto like beatdown, and it is interesting how many brutal, sort of ghetto like street elements that he adds to this movie. You know, just like because Enrique sort of, bit 
bit Paul Walker earlier on the shoulder. Bit him on the shoulder, like he was like for such a heightened, stylized film. Like that, the the shoulder bite is very raw. Yeah, Um, you don't see this bit, but Brian becomes a werewolf right Mm -hmm. in the later sequels. Yeah, they tie they tie in the Howling series. It's weird. Yeah, it's very and uh, even like even uh, Paul Walker's like reaction to the bite is like pretty legit. Like, (laughs) I wonder if he was really. I don't know if he was ready for that. I bet that was a Galini. Like he probably wanted. I'm just gonna bite you. Bite him. I'm in the moment. Chewing the scenery, I may as well chew my coworker too. Yeah, you know it was real yeah. because Paul reacted. Yeah, I also feel oh. like I also feel like in the um, so damn. I also I'm feel like saying. like when Roman drags Enrique out of the car, he basically like he basically like pulls Brian with him, and yeah. Walker kind of goes like, "Oh shit!" And like I I always go back and forth on whether he was supposed to fall out of the car with him or not in that shot. I feel like that might have been another thing where the actor playing Enrique was just, "I'm going to hold on because that's what he would do." And Walker's like, "Not how this, not how we block this." You know, like it's so real. It does look very real. You know, yeah, the like violence is pretty authentic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah they're like, pull a PN. Yeah, Nobody's it's it's, it's it feels like much more like something that might happen than like. The whole like put a rat under a bucket on the guy's stomach thing, which is yeah, a little. Right. I don't know if that works. That's so gross. I'm never, I mean, and I'm credit to that actor for pulling that scene off very well. Yeah, it Mark is like this it, balance yeah. of like way over the top and like more grounded stuff. Like throughout this whole it's film, it kind of makes it work for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but especially because like you were now you know, and the thing we're about to see in terms of stunt wise, a thing they really did as opposed to that opening race, which is mostly like you know, rear projection and CG, like yeah. even compared to the other races in this movie, that first race feels artificial. Yeah. And, it's very speed And it's really race. not yeah. at the end of the end of the movie is pretty raw and legit, which is yeah. an interesting transition from like yeah. kind of that, the, the glitzy world of, I mean, look at this, this movie has the most ridiculous title pop in the, in the oh, whole yeah. series or that just the neon runs around i mean it, it's like sonic the hedgehog does a bunch of laps around the cars yeah. and then suddenly the the title it takes pops like up 10 seconds it's yeah, yeah. You're like what are they doing i don't know what that is i don't say oh oh i see it's too fast it's too title. furious okay it's the title oh, oh. the title was arriving i see oh. It, it did make me laugh that Carter on his boat is not pissed off or confused as to why Brian is still alive yes. and Roman has now shown up. He's just like, I'm out of here, he, suckers. Because he looks as the, they come running into a clearing mm-hmm. and look at the boat and there's very clearly a shot of Cole Hauser looking in their direction and then just turning back as yeah. if nothing happened. And it's mm-hmm. like the two guys that are supposed to be dead are alive. I think he you just assumes like shoot he's always going to get out of the situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, and this will yeah, be a continuing like, motif over the next minute or so as well. Like, <laughs> right, right. This is just, just, just continuing. Piloting a boat. Just yeah. keep pilot, is it piloting a boat. a boat? Piloting a boat? Yeah, you can pilot yeah, a boat. Just keep piloting the boat. Just keep piloting a boat. You know, he's like, <laughs> just ignoring. keep, just drive the boat. He's free. There's no way Nothing's they can happening. get it as far as he's concerned. Uh, Brian, no one would be crazy enough to jump a car off of, <laughs> off of pier and onto a moving boat. That's ridiculous. That only happens in the movies. <laughs> right. Barstow, baby. That's right. Brian, all, Barstow and all its boats. <laughs> yeah, all the, all the boating all the that time. Roman's done. Happens all the time in Barstow. In the rivers. <laughs> Brian the and Roman uh, hop back into the car. What's that? <laughs> the rivers of Barstow. We've created an alternate universe, Barstow, which is basically Venice. Someone drove a car off of a ramp and onto the casino boat with the most daring robbery in, in, in Barstow, Barstow history. history. While eating an original Del Taco. 
You're a day oh. drive from the ocean, With the right? tomatoes on the top. Oh. You said you were from Barstow, right, Anthony? No. Oh, you're not? No, no okay, sir. <laughs> you're from... Bre- <laughs> we, eh, I'm matter. from the mid-coast. We were, gotcha. we were discussing Pismo Barstow Beach. when the drugs took hold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that acid's kicking in. <laughs> we, so, we can't stop here. It's boat country. <laughs> Brian and Roman Roman hop back into the car. Brian was driving. The windshield is full of bullet holes where the gun went off, so Brian kicks it out with his Chuck Taylors. (laughs) These guys are just having way too much fun. Anthony is as red as his shirt right now. Uh, That was pretty fun. That's how happy he is. The boat country thing was the perfect capper for that tangent. Thank you. (laughs) So, uh, meanwhile, Monica is all bummed out looking on the boat. Carter tells her that she had him. For 11 and a half months, but she slipped. One time. That's right. One and time. I couldn't tell at the time what exactly the, the slip-up was, because there's kind of two moments, but yeah. as we discussed... The slip-up was falling in love with Paul Walker's eyes. That's right. That was her <laughs> real mistake. But it would have worked if Paul Walker hadn't shown up. He's like, it I we should have gone with the sad Guidos. We, so they should have gone with Agent Dunn. We, we've been watching the movie um, when, when we're doing the 15-minute increments on my laptop. <laughs> which you know is itty bitty and usually we're we're not in the best lighting mm-hmm. we were watching it on your tv and god damn his eyes pop yep. his Every, eye, yep. did like, not that, that, that has to be intentional. Yeah. i mean his i mean paul walker's eyes do that anyway yeah. but that had to be intentional on the it's, cinematography it's probably so much art. more than the first well, one you know, that was henry fonda like used gen- to have exactly yeah he had yeah. this like thing in his contract where they had to use a certain light for close-ups because mm. it made his eyes kind of pop and i'm wondering if paul walker didn't have that i in think place. so and i i think they're doing something to like with make like with his his skin tone and even his hair because there's like the his hair and his skin are just the right sort of sandy tone and texture to make that blue pop. It's that Miami yeah. sunlight, and it's like yeah, yeah. It, and it does it really does have a have a have a Florida look to it. Like mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's very he, Roman has yeah. Roman has something similar going on, which is sort of like he's constantly sort of like moist. He has a like, sheen. He has, yeah, he has a he has a shiny sheen to him all the time. Like and and I mean, I gotta oil up. Bro. Dwayne Dwayne Johnson would perfect this later in the series, and Roman would attempt to make fun of him for it. But we know what Roman came from. That's right. 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 We know his origins now. Because the rock will be behind, like, he's sitting behind a desk and he's sweating in these movies and his his pecs are showing and stuff. All of the rock's characters are from Michael Bay films. Right. Like, they just come from that very glisteny world. It's it's a world of Arnold Schwarzenegger arms and things like that. I was going to say, Paul Walker looks, like, this close to being from Dune. Yes. With the eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Deep pull. Um, I, am I mistaken, or did you guys fall in love with Paul Walker in this movie? What's happening? No, not this movie. <laughs> He's like, no. no. Yeah, oh, Anthony, awesome. Paul Walker or uh, Letty Ortiz? Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a tough decision. Uh, definitely Paul Walker, because at least he showed like a little, like just modicum of your yeah. to me now. Like he, I, I really thought like in the beginning of the movie, like he was just going to be like just this guy that really took charge of his own movie. Like, this is my movie. Like, you know, I does take charge of the movie. Do you see what the, the dedication he gave to that ejecto cedo button? Yeah. He did all his own driving, Anthony. Um, where were we? Uh, so it's, they've just kicked out the window. 
That's right. So and, yeah, they've kicked out well, the, Carter the, the bullet ridden Monica that she slipped window. up. Yeah. yeah, and I think the suspicion started when they kept, they caught her sneaking over to Brian's place, and then uh, he fed her he the lie. Prove it. Yeah, yeah he well, exactly. Prove I think it starts in the in the club where he asks Brian Makes like sense. she's yeah. beautiful or whatever, and yeah. finally he Why admits it. on my woman, and he's like, and he's like, yeah, I got you. That's where he starts. Looking, Maybe he attention. had Enrique and Roberto follow her based on like see where she's going. Yeah, I think that's that's reasonable. Yeah, yeah. But then they were too sneaky for her. That's for right. But yeah. then she she slipped up and you know mentioned the airstrip, and uh, he tells one of his nameless guards to put her downstairs downstairs on the the boat. Um, Which a real boat captain would say below deck. That's right. Yep. Well, Carter Carter's just you know there for the money. Back in the car, Roman tells Brian he thought he was dead. Brian says, thanks for saving my ass, bro, because they have to get at least two ass references in every 15 minutes on this yes, movie. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Uh, Roman doesn't understand what Brian has planned since they're in a car and Carter's on a boat, but then he figures it out and Brian asks Roman if he has his back. Roman says yes, and Brian tells him to put on his seatbelt. like, Pinky, are you thinking what I'm thinking? <laughs> We're Try to jump over the river. <laughs> How are we going to get to the moon on a car? <laughs> That's not what we're doing, you idiot. Where are we going to find a ramp and an air dam at this hour? <laughs> well, they, they happen to find a conveniently placed ramp, which I can't imagine serves any actual purpose it was for built, being there. It was built completely for the movie. Right? It's totally a Dukes of Hazard. like, yeah. where did that, why oh, yeah. is there a ramp? That, it's, if you have a ramp, Mm-hmm. It usually goes to like what boat is going to be that high? Yeah, that, or, or that da- yeah, it goes down into the river. It's yeah. a road. I, I think it's yeah. the, nowhere. the implication is that it's a very old pier right. that right. has warped up. <laughs> perfectly. Somehow, perfectly, it has perfectly up. warped up, and when they hit it, instead of going through it. It shoots them into the air like a rocket. Yeah, I wish that they had paused it in midair and just had <laughs> Roman and Brian sure are in a lot of trouble. I mean, <laughs> Roman, Roman does <laughs> Roman does make a Duke's reference. He, he does, does make a Duke's he does say hazard, some Duke's hazard, hazard, hazard shit, something <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. I forget uh, what the line was. But. Leaving leaving alone the fact that really in that situation, if that's Brian's plan, you should probably leave Roman behind because you want to be right. a, as, as light, light as possible. possible. That's right. Yes. Yes. If only he busted off a little Nas before going on the. I did. The ramp. I wondered why they didn't do like a Nas thing. There. Right, a nod to Nas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they, like, they, they, they ran out of budget for the, uh, the the warp speed effect, I guess. Yeah, because right. just natural physics, it doesn't really seem like that would work. But yeah, I mean it's that's, a movie. that's just that's car jumps in movies. That's true. In general, they're like, always. Although you guys, I gotta. Okay, this is a total side note, but remember in uh, Live Free or Die Hard. When he like I try not to, he hits that he he does that like stunt ramp thing mm-hmm. where the car flies up and it hits the uh, helicopter. The helicopter, mm-hmm. and you're like, come on, bullshit! I saw a, one of those Russian dash cam videos of a car speeding down a highway and it literally hits a ramp and ju- and it goes up probably 50 feet and smashes into the bridge above, <laughs> just wow. like in Die Hard. So that is actually kind of realistic, which is really bizarre. Well, so I was you able to suspend my disbelief for this film. Maybe yeah. because I saw him jump Slapjack's car at the beginning of the movie. Right. That, right. that, that is, that is kind of the setup, right? Disbelief, is that, yeah. is that He's good at no jumping. longer matter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah physics are uh, out, out the window in this one. What, what did Rob Cohen say? I, I, 
I always loved it. It was like no gravity, no consequences. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. This is the beginning of that, right? Yeah. They, oh, yeah. They get yeah. through the gravity, but there's still a consequence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They haven't perfected the formula yet. Exactly. Ah. They do land directly on the boat as it passes by, and uh, Roman thinks he's broken his arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian has, I guess, hit his forehead on the seat on the, yeah, the steering, steering wheel. wheel. Which, if you're wearing a proper restraint system... That's the whole point is not that you're not going to do that. But right. his restraints throughout this scene are like about four feet. Yeah, he's slack. able to like oh, yeah. to move quite a and bit. And that chair is restraints. really wiggly. Yeah, it's not um it's not a it's not a properly maintained five point restraint system. It would have been hilarious if they landed and Roman just went <laughs> and shot out <laughs> with the ejecto cedo and, and finally like and kicked finally in worked. impaled coal like right. Like, <laughs> like, well that was that was something okay, so that's what Vin Diesel would have done. Did you guys yeah. notice the parallel? This is this may seem like a stretch, but it really hit me when I was watching it. It's like the end of Jaws, where the shark comes yeah. up. The car kind of looks like a shark. It's blue uh-huh. and gray, and it lands on the back of the boat. And I thought it would have been hilarious if Verona like slid down under the turning wheels, <laughs> just blood everywhere, and him just going ah. But unfortunately, we don't get that. But, unfortunately, they're but, both but Universal movies. That is, it, I, I just, yeah. I did get the feeling and that inferior that was sequels like, to the original. Well, here because he, you know Singleton does do a lot of nods. Like we were talking Once Upon a Time in the West. There's all these nods. Mm-hmm. I definitely this time I was like I wonder if he's like referencing Jaws with that with the way that it lands and how it hits the boat. You know what I mean? Mm. Sure. It, it I think it would be same. hard not to in a way. Yeah. You know. Yeah, just I think anything that lands on the back of a boat is going to be compared like, to Jaws. That. Yeah, because they did that yeah. in the Meg too, and it was definitely. Oh, like I thought a Jaws you were talking about Jaws: The Revenge for some reason, <laughs> where like the shop you shark mean pops the out best of the water. Jaws. Yeah, that's where they impale the shark. Yeah. The point of the boat. Yeah, that's what I thought you guys were talking about. The shark follows him through like. The shark roars. Don't even get me started. Yeah, and sea creatures. There's no reason a sea creature should be able to roar. Right. There's yeah. there's a like a subplot in the novelization where like the reason why the sharks are, are continually like or continuously attacking the Brody family is because years ago there was a witch doctor that put a curse on the are Brody family. Are you fucking kidding? Yeah, no, that's a real thing. A real thing. Yeah, yeah. and the, that's in the yeah the novelization yeah. says that it, it, that is why actually. Have you guys read the Jaws four novels? I haven't. The reason I, I know that is because the the name for that trope on tvtropes.com is voodoo shark when when it's i would watch that movie when it's like a Absolutely. weird curse of something that makes no sense i think that's i don't remember the exact like a shark with dreadlocks but, but voodoo in shark the is you the, the sharks are yeah, saying bye you because <laughs> they're going to bite you <laughs> that's right Ooh-wee. that's right horrible horrible hey, uh, by the way guys bad so that when Gambit movie is never happening. I just no, want to it is never going to happen. <laughs> no. It's had 19 directors. It's had more directors. Legitimately than it has. 19, or is that it, just? It's, I think it's like nine or ten right oh, okay. now. They yeah. they just keep quitting. Yeah. I mean, it's like nobody wants to see this movie. No. And it's I mean, at a certain point, Marvel's you're going to have a 50 year old Gambit, anyway. and no one no just yeah. Yeah. Nobody wants Old to see Gambit. Channing Tatum as uh, as Gambit. Um, that that stunt was real. Apparently, I don't know if the stunt they jumped a car onto a boat. But they legitimately built that ramp, and there was a practical element to it. Yeah, they modified yeah. they modified the car so that when it landed in the water, basically none of the oil or any of the the essentials inside of it would like taint the river, and the the airbag but, wouldn't go off. Yeah, so um, they shot it. Uh, it was at Cape Florida State Park on Key, Key Biscayne, mm-hmm. and it says that uh, they built a new fishing pier for the ramp. 
and the car was prepared with the engine and all fuel and brake lines removed. So I'm not sure what the engine removed. Yeah, how they propelled it. How they it. propelled it. Yeah. But uh, so no oil, no oil or gas would pollute Biscayne Bay. And the plan was to film the shot several times, but the first one went so well that the additional takes were canceled. So they, it was like a one shot. <laughs> we got stunt. it, guys. <laughs> yeah. the, check let's, the gate. Let's go home. <laughs> yeah. There was a hair in the gate, guys. Sorry. Oh, no. no. <laughs> Damn it. And also, while they were shooting the sequence of Across the Bay, apparently uh, Bad Boys 2 was shooting at the exact same yeah, time. That's hilarious. So I wonder if they're in the same world. They could, they could potentially do could a be. crossover. I would argue the Fast and Furious is better. <clears throat> well, yeah, um, me too. That's why there are nine Fast and the Furious that's movies. Right. So far, two bad boys. Yes. soon to be three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Um, I know people like those movies. Uh, nothing against them. Uh, instead of getting uh, eaten up by the car, uh, Carter approaches with a shotgun, and Roman pushes his gun to Brian, who shoots Carter just in time. Shoots him in the in the elbow. A lot of like arm shoulder, injuries in this kind movie. Of, you know, the yeah, there's area. a lot of weird like arm yeah, injuries. Somewhere debilitating but not lethal. Exactly. It's just yeah. a flesh wound. Because yeah. it's sort of a weird thing where like Brian doesn't want to kill anybody in this one. Yeah, in the yeah. first movie, he was able to to kill Johnny Tran from like a distance mm. with a pistol, mm-hmm. and in this one, mm. he's like. What, what what is this? What is he, Man of Steel? All of a sudden, I killed, so now I can no longer kill. <laughs> yeah. You know, now I'm gonna stop killing. Now he's working for the cops. That's my so. origin. Well, he did magically age four years, so uh, yeah, he's learned. He's oh, become yeah. wiser. He's learned the lesson. road takes a toll on a man. That's right. From L.A. <laughs> to Miami, road from yeah. L.A. to Miami <laughs> taught him the value of life. So Carter goes for his drop shotgun, but Monica's there to grab it before he can, and Carter just chuckles. And, and somehow does not blow his head off. Like that, <laughs> exactly, yeah. right? Proving yeah. Monica is a better cop than Brian. She's so badass. <laughs> well, you know, Jean-Luc Godard once famously said, like, all you need to make a movie is a girl and a gun, and now this has filled that requirement. It failed the Bechdel test. Sure. But it, uh, <laughs> but it, 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 it does not it did not fail the, the armed test. woman test. That's <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. And it, it is really satisfying to see her like, and you're right, Matt. She would have been totally justified just blowing that fucker away. Yeah. I mean, he slammed her head into the wall. He's been like, he's oh, presumably he, he, we, been, we had no choice. Like he was, you know, we didn't know. Yeah, he, like, was, yeah. he was struggling and he's presumably been, you know, like sleeping with her the whole time which she probably yeah. wasn't and enjoying is clearly not very nice exactly. and there's yeah, a lot a of total fucking there's a bag. lot of throat grabbing pushing and, her into so, walls yeah. kissing her real having to deal with those, like coke hard-ons and all that yeah stuff. throwing like, her glasses on her yeah he's a douchebag so yeah. she should have oh, shot shit. him and she didn't which or at least cool. in the other shoulder maybe you know well that it was remember it's a shotgun so uh, she was up close she would have he would have been a there goes your shoulder he would have been a deli <laughs> exactly. meat platter at that point <laughs> absolutely you know? I, I might have gone for the knee just for the sake sure. of you know we'll get to the part where like where they're worried about him getting out it's like right, you right. want him to get out and not be able yeah, to chase yeah. you mm-hmm. yes yeah. exactly because <laughs> roman uh and he's rich make no mistake he'll get out Absolutely, yeah. he's yeah. a rich guy. Roman tells Brian that they got him and says, "Let's get out of here, like they can just drive back to land." Uh, so they get out of the car, which maybe he was talking about getting out of the car. Maybe. That's that's something too. Is like if you notice, there usually is a fight scene at this point. Like mm-hmm. they'd get out of the car and they they'd, they'd fight. Verone would be like this twenty minute epic thing. They both stay in the car 
and shoot through the wet. Like yeah. they were like, "Let's guys, we got the stunt. Let's just then, like imagine doing that with Jason this Statham movie as the villain." Sure. Like, Statham, would Statham would have been like, "I'm getting out of the car and I'm gonna kick some ass." You like know, that that fight would have ended like underneath the boat. Somehow. Yeah, they would have yeah, been right. fighting underwater. They would have been Carter's like, got a, animals got a involved. Scuba tank and yeah. Statham doesn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's it totally like, poked a hole in it. Like it would jet him into like the propeller. And, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's totally like like let's, the let's most write this lack. down, guys. This is yeah. It's like you get the big stunt and then they're like, "We're we're done." We're done. I'm going to act like I <laughs> oh. hit my head. He's going to act Everybody, like he's got a hurt take arm. five. We're good. And uh, then it, we'll have her get Verone. It is interesting, as convoluted as the majority of this movie is, this section is pretty straightforward. Like, not a lot of crazy stuff. I mean, crazy stuff does happen, but it's real simple, I think, compared right. to the rest in, of the film. Yeah, in, the context, like in yeah. the context of the rest of the movie, it's very anticlimactic. Yeah, it's kind I would of, say It feels true. rushed. I do also think this is the most hurt any protagonists in these films ever get from a car crash. Like right. the only close, the only other comparison I think is uh, in four where Letty rolls her car and she's sort but she's, she's not really hurt so much that she's sort of stuck upside down right. in her seatbelt. Uh, but in this, like Brian's like holding his, his head, like he can't yeah, think. He's like, oh. and, like Roman's Roman's arm is clearly damaged. I don't know if it's broken, but like yeah. Yeah, he does yell, "I think it broke my arm." And he's, bro. You know, he's got it in a sling. Yeah. Later, he's an overreactor. Anyway. He is yeah, yeah. a little bit. So, are you saying that Too Fast is more grounded than the rest of the series? <laughs> I'm saying that Too Fast didn't understand its premise fully. <laughs> They hadn't figured it out yet. No, they yeah, were they, they were still fighting. That's what I meant by like uh, gr- no gravity, no consequences. They got the gravity part, but there were still consequences. Absolutely. And until there are no consequences for ramming your car into a wall, uh, you have not achieved full fast. Much and like status. the the first film uh, where Dom rolls and is actually bleeding yes. after that. Um, yes, you like the idea of Vin Diesel bleeding in these movies is absurd. It beyond, is beyond like the now, third film. Yeah. For it's sure. his contract that he, he can't. He, well, Rob Cohen, he, he doesn't have time. time. Yeah, yes, right. <laughs> got, got time to bleed. <laughs> oh, predator! Who, who else would love to see a Vin Diesel versus a Predator movie? I would love to see a Predator. I'd love to see a good Predator Diesel. movie. I would yeah, love to. Yeah, I would love to see yeah. a Predator movie crossover with this series. I would. I half wrote a Transformers dude. That would uh, be uh, Fast and the Furious it's so crossover weird because like I, most of the time I don't like it when you cross genres. You know, like like. Mm-hmm. It just bothers me when suddenly there's vampires in a series, and you're like, "But they weren't there the first three movies." Like, but but I would not have a problem with Bumblebee showing up. No, I mean, I, mean, I, I would. They're or, both ludicrous action. Characters. I think they would yeah. work totally together. And they, yeah, you know what and, I mean? And Ludicrous is in one of them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it writes itself. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I just I, I have I mean. a I have a pet scene in my head of Letty bonding with RC and oh, uh, dude. As the one badass girl in the group of boys kind of thing. Yeah. And, uh, Starscream teams up with uh, bad guys from the future films. Yeah. Or uh, Statham. You know, Stath- sure, Statham sure. can... That Statham's fluid. Amazing. We can do that. Well, wasn't Statham, amazing. like, attached to the Transformers movies for a little At bit? One really bit like, yeah. rumored. And then he was like, eh, no thanks. I'll see Hobbs with the, with the Gatling gun and... and uh, um, uh, John Goodman robot with his Gatling gun, like, just, like, laying down the fire and, like, you know. Sold. Sold. Like, by the way, uh, Jason Statham was supposed to play uh, Bullseye in Daredevil season three. Did you guys know that? Hmm. Yeah, he had been he had been pretty much signed, and apparently Marvel dug up an old um, interview where he talked shit about Marvel movies. Oh no! Where he's like, I do my own stunts. You know, I'm not on some bloody green screen like like the Marvel movies. And they were like, eh. Oh, they just cut him out. Yeah. Statham doesn't need television. I know, but he would have been awesome. In that. He'd, He'd have been, been a good Bullseye. I like the guy that they used. Yeah, he was pretty great, actually. Yeah. 
it, it worked out for the best. Mm-hmm. And at some point, Marvel's going to have to start accepting people that talk shit about Marvel previously because they're going to run out of, new, of actors. <laughs> like yeah. everyone's in those movies. Yeah. Back at the dock, all the cops and customs agents show up to arrest Carter. Markham asks uh, Roman and Brian to confirm that there were only three bags of money, the ones they found on Carter's boat. Neither Brian or Roman answer the question, but Roman asks if uh, their records are clean now. And Markham, who's completely Mr. Nice Guy after being a dick the entire film, is like... Yeah, they weren't running. You held up your end of the bargain. You guys are clean now. You, your Gives them a nice clean. handshake. Yeah, yeah. even you shakes what's, Roman's yeah. good hand. Yeah, they're totally... He's totally a nice guy. Oh, don't don't skip the... That, are you going to oh, talk about the, say, the ADR? Yeah, there's oh, this ADR terrible. <laughs> Yeah, but please, go ahead, because... No, I just want to make sure we're, we're, we're not skipping it. Yeah, it's, it's hilarious because there is a shot of a paramedic, a female paramedic taking care of Tyrese. And she as she starts to leave, she yells out, <laughs> that ought to do it. And, and it, it literally is as bad as that moment in the room where he's like, you're my favorite customer. Like, it's that the, bad. The, the atmosphere tone is totally it's different. It's so yeah. weird. And, and it's like, I, I often wonder, I mean, as, as someone who wants to make movies, I wonder what I would do in a situation like that. Like, what what necessitated that right what that information line? did that convey? like there's yeah. no reason for that to be there and it was like the sound guy was like i need to prove that i'm earning yeah, my throw living that in know? there or something and, and but it was like it, that ought to do it like his Maybe arms it's, in a it's sling. to make the audience feel better about roman's predicament like don't worry guys it's not broken it's just a sprain yeah, but it's, it's, it's an easy thing so to take care awkward. of everything's fine like you know i don't know what i mean it's like yeah. it feels like something that was thrown in in post and just never removed it's like and sometimes right. that can work like in in uh Age of Ultron, the thing where where Tony shoots the whole room up and goes uh, good talk, and then someone goes no it wasn't like the no it wasn't is the sound editor like he just really he just threw that in as a joke and that's hilarious they liked it so much they kept it that's um, hilarious so sometimes that's a good thing in this yeah. one I it just confuses me because yeah. I noticed it when I watched it on my own last night yeah it's like and then I was glad to, today when I saw when we saw it again and so, and you pointed out yeah you know that was like like what was that ADR yeah, it, I'm like thank God I'm not the only one who thought that was weird yeah it sounds like that moment in the, that was what popped into my mind immediately. You're my favorite customer, Johnny. You know, that, that moment from, from the room. It was like... Totally. Well, hi, doggy. Yeah. Well, hi, Mark. <laughs> we jump car onto a boat, Mark. <laughs> How's your sex life? <laughs> Have you guys seen Best Friends yet? <laughs> no. Oh, I want to see it, it so bad. I don't even know if it's out yet. Yeah, it's, it's out. Yeah. yeah. There's no way it's as enjoyable or entertaining as the room. Well, yeah. I I know literally nothing about it. I don't know if it's like him trying I, to kind I know of Greg re- Sestero directed yeah. and wrote it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Tommy doesn't have a lot to do with it other than acting, I think. But I what I'm saying is like I don't know if it's like supposed to be a bad movie on purpose. Like, did you guys see the second Birdemic? T- That's exactly it. Yeah. yeah. I hope it's not because when you're trying to do yeah, that, it exactly, never works. it never it's like does. Samurai Cop too. Also, exactly. Mm-hmm. They tried to make it example. bad and it. And it was bad, but it wasn't like bad and it good wasn't bad charming kind of bad. Way. It's very yeah. hard to do intentional camp. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's when it's finding those hidden gems of like terrible films that people thought mm-hmm. were, you know, going to yeah. be great. But yeah. that's, that is one of those weird things. It's like, so if you're a filmmaker, don't intentionally try to make a campy movie. If you're a bad filmmaker, we'll know when the yeah. movie is just finished. do what you do. Yeah. And you'll get do there. what you're doing. Yeah. And if it's campy, it and it's the discovery. Like, you have to discover because, like, for me, I moved to LA right when the room 
was starting to show. You saw all of the you damn saw the billboards, billboards, and I didn't. I had no like, idea what it was. This? So, and it's like yeah. serious looking dudes. I, mean, I thought it was like, oh, I must be like like a big like art guy. Like, it must be some kind of weird avant garde <laughs> like indie like, 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 exploration. Like, like yeah, some yeah. or some kind of like like hard look at like you know the root. Like what could it be? And I, I, went, I went and saw it, and I was like, <laughs> what the? I w- like I was expecting some kind of irreversible sort of thing. Yeah. You know, like some kind of Lars von Trier like horrifying like indie like indie gem. Oh, that it I, was black and white, but it was. Yeah. But I was I was like. Why the fuck? And I and I had, I was not ready, and I was in a like two of the guys in the in the theater were already part of the cult that like mm. does all the call and response stuff, and I was like, oh my, and like we're throwing the spoons and shit, and I was like, what is going on? <laughs> this is a thing. I love this city so much. Up ahead, like, like it was one of the greatest the Twilight things. Zone. Ding, 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 yeah, ding. the curiosity did not get me with the billboards because no, I, I did at the same time because I was new. I was like, oh, I'll just I'll experience the LA scene thing, and I go and I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? Like it was amazing. And then like you know, a few months later, they did the thing at the on uh, the sunset, yeah, where mm-hmm. they they did they did it in every screening room. Oh, yeah, and, I remember uh, that happening. And Tommy came like... and did a talk, like a little intro in each one, and he said, "It's like, oh, it's a dark comedy." I'm like, bullshit. Yeah. No, I that. have written enough terrible <laughs> drama that I know when you're trying to be serious, and that was. That was almost. I mean, the tone yeah. for me it freaked me out because the tone was so similar to a terrible one act play I wrote when I was sixteen mm. about a very similar scenario. It could have been Tommy. Could have been. Could have been. Should have finished. The but play. none of us could have been. Yeah. At right. the same you, time, you need yeah, yeah. Uh, your mystery millions to really and, pull uh, off. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was that that. So that's magical when you find that terrible movie that just hits all those buttons. Absolutely. It's magical. Yeah. And sometimes and it's rare. just like, eh, like, but like, it's a once in a generation thing. Yeah. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Roman goes to his car and opens the trunk to reveal that there were an additional three bags. He gives them to Markham. They shake hands. In a beautiful match cut. Yeah. I should know. Like <laughs> because he, I was wondering, like, he picks them up yeah. and he's got He lifts three. one out of the trunk and then, the, and then it cuts to all three hitting the ground. And he's got one arm. Like, was that, wait, were you being facetious? Or no, I think you, that's a really good cut. Okay, cause, I, I think cause there is some good editing in the yeah, movie. Yeah, I think, I think yeah. it's a really, because he picks the one up. And then you see all three hit, and it's like, right. that's all the information we need. It's the right. exact same thing in Jurassic Park, where they just skip the whole thing from getting the DNA out of the amber. They just don't mention it. Like, here right. it's like, we don't mention how Roman yeah. got those three right. bags. Yeah. Like, there are movies that would show him put, pick all three up and turn and, walk. and show him walk towards and throw them down. And then yes. throw in an ADR line. That'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> got them all in one trip. Absolutely. You're my favorite customer. <laughs> Carter is nearby getting patched up by some paramedics. Roman taunts him and tells him not to drop the soap. Brian tells Roman that, is, that when... Ah, so, prison dude, rape jokes. I was going to say, that is that is like the worst it's thing to say. And that scene was all improvised. The, 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 of course it the was. implication of rape is yes. never... And it keeps fun. with the theme. It keeps with the butt theme. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Brian says... Yeah. Uh, when Carter gets out, he's going to kill your ass. Well, I was going to say, make no mistake. Carter is not going to get raped in prison. Carter's going to do He's the, probably he's got do the deed. in prison. Carter's the type of dude who thrives in prison when he gets there. He's like, oh my God. Yeah, I mean, look how excited he yeah. is. Yeah, he's, he's like, Still he's smiling. like super smiling. Like he, I mean, really, he probably gets out of prison and does a TED Talk. Like he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's ready to book. over the prison. He's ready to enhance your life with in. a positive message. <laughs> right. Yeah. Here's what I learned in the joint. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Roman says he's not getting out and then acts worried, asking Brian if he thinks he'll get out. I, th- I thought that little scene there was funny. That Yeah, that felt like a, an improv moment. where Yeah, Singleton yeah. did say... He's like, he's going away for life, and he goes, no, bro, he's going to get out. 
And he's like, well, uh. <laughs> like Brian gets to be the cynical cop for a minute. You know? yeah. He's like, I know how this works, bro. Yeah, he's Paul's rich. a good straight out. man, I would say. Yeah. yeah. When he's allowed to be. He's getting out. Uh, Brian and Roman say goodbye not to Bill. Not too straight. <laughs> not let's, too let's not torpedo the franchise. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Uh, Brian and Roman say goodbye to Bilkins and Monica. Monica asks Roman if he trusts her now, and he says she's all right. Yeah. She purposely... No, no, you, you put in a couple of extra letters. She's I. You put in an L and an R. <laughs> right. He said, you I. I. You I. Uh, she purposely shakes his bad hand, which I thought was funny. That, that is hilarious. <laughs> that, that's, I love the fact that she's able to get her revenge on everyone yeah. in the movie mm-hmm. who fucks yeah. with her. And it's really subtle. And I didn't notice it because I watched it two or three times uh-huh. at 15. And I was like, oh, she did that on purpose. Yeah. And it, to kind of get him for exactly. always And it's notable shit. that even in the lesser films in this franchise, there's always the freedom or the presence of mind on the part of the actors to think about what the characters would do to each other. For right. sure. Like their right. relationships and their interactions with each other are always thought of. And mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons I think this series persists or persisted through this period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. is like there's still something to see. There's still something to like about those character interactions. And frankly, that's why I keep coming back to this, the movies post four is I yeah. want to see these characters again. Yeah, I don't totally. care what the story is. I don't care the, what all that. I want to see them. It's like the Marvel movies. I want to see these characters. I want to spend time with these people again. You mm-hmm. can tell they're clearly having fun yeah. while they're making this movie. Oh, yeah. Even absolutely. if it doesn't always make sense, you can tell that it was probably a blast to be on that set. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Know? I feel like they had a little too much fun on this one. Maybe too to be much. Honest. Yeah, I, I feel like this was like basically like day camp. <laughs> yeah, Lewis, it, it, go it crazy. does feel like that a little yeah. bit. Daniel Day Lewis Camp? <laughs> I don't know. Hey, yo, I don't even there's know. There's a villain. For he would, <laughs> oh my god, that'd be amazing! Oh man, that would be hey, epic. If, if they can get Charlize and Helen Mirren, that's true. Daniel Day Lewis comes out comes of out of retirement <laughs> to finish the Fast and the Furious series. I'll do this. Uh, Monica and Brian look at each other like they still have the hots for each other. That's a pretty emotionally charged moment like she glances back like six times yeah they always tell you like if she looks and you get her eye at the bar you know and then she looks down and she looks back you've got her she just she does stares into his baby blues there's a lot of glancing back at the i i forgot to point when they jump the car onto the boat one of my favorite shots in the movie is cole a quick shot he just looks back oh yeah and he there's very little it's he's mostly okay with it it's mostly he's, it's like he's like just pure acceptance. Of course, it's happening. <laughs> yes, that's why he's such that a is great... what that is what Brian would do. Yes, now. yes. And, you know that is that is a good point because I noticed that uh, you always have to have that moment. A bad movie would not have shown him looking back and realizing that this you know mm-hmm. car is coming down on him. And I remember what made Die Hard two work at the end of the movie when when he lit the uh, the flame and it blows up the plane is that the villains think they've gotten away with it and they all have champagne and they're smoking their cigars <laughs> and if the plane had just exploded you don't really get that that full yeah Satisfaction, but they yeah. see the plane blowing up yeah it's cu- the fire is coming to them and they're all going ah and they realize it's happening that's what's because they have about, to realize that they're yeah. getting their they have to realize yeah. that they're it's not enough to win so your opponent must know you, won. you exactly must, yeah and that's what's great about that shot i'm glad you brought mm. that up because like if he if they hadn't have included that it wouldn't have been as cool that yeah. makes sense you know yeah and, yeah the stunt works. doesn't mean anything if you don't have some kind of character yeah, like that's rela- the relation happening. Yeah, and and, and there's yeah. enough of that in this movie that I th- ends up working for me overall. I really enjoyed this movie. Like I was, I thought it was going to be terrible. I thought it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it 
consistently throughout. Absolutely. And there's there's a little little tag. At the end. <laughs> Anthony Anthony is shaking well, his head. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Roman, put, put away the blade. Roman put tells away the Brian, blade. <laughs> Roman tells Brian he's gonna have to stay in Miami to keep Brian out of trouble. They head out and talk about staying in Miami. There's a lot of bras and bros and bras. Brian suggests that they may even open a garage together. That made me laugh. Roman asks, how could they open a garage? Brian reveals that he kept some of the money saying, pockets ain't empty, cuz. Roman lifts his shirt up, showing that he kept some of the money, too. of course, too. we again have to see his abs. Yes. No, no he's wearing an undershirt. Oh. Because oh. I checked. But we thought about his abs. I created, yeah, I, I instantly thought, oh, he's got to show his, his body yeah. off again. Yeah. Yeah. So for the last like couple of minutes, I've been thinking, who would Daniel Day-Lewis play in a Fast and the Furious <laughs> yeah. movie? And I nailed it. I have a million dollar Brian's idea Brian's right lost here. father. No, oh. no, even better. He plays the janitor, the guy that originally killed Dom, Dom's dad. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and Dom so has to go back. So a mentally handicapped version? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he would be all about <laughs> What is that, my left Fast and Furious? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> My Fast 10, cool. brand new day. <laughs> oh, shit. It's perfect. Wow. Fast in your seatbelt. Look, I didn't mean to do what I did to your father. Yeah, that'd, yep. be, that'd be amazing. Yep. You know, but totally. I'm going to get my revenge. So, Brian and Roman laugh into the credits, and that wraps do you guys, up. Do you guys get the sense? Okay, I know. I like the end of a cop show in the 80s. Yeah, it's, the totally. ending is very like tacked on like it's an 80s movie or an 80s TV show. Do you guys get the feeling that uh, Brian tapped the hell out of Monica after the credits rolled, though? Because like, he's no, got some money possible. on him. I don't, I think, I think, I don't he think he ever did. saw her again. Uh, I don't think he ever sees her again. I don't know, man. Yeah, there's no reason. She oh. keeps tabs on him, but I think she's she's too professional for that. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't really know, don't know how man. long he stays in Miami. At, also, I, don't, I feel like he wouldn't open he wouldn't open a garage there because then he's in competition with Tej. That's right. Right, right. Totally. Tej like, should have him whacked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think he'd rather race and win $4,000 a night than work on people's cars. Yeah, and go get bad tuna sandwiches. Yeah. But he does He does need, you need that kind of cover when you're a street racer, though. You need something sure, to, a legitimate to provide. Business. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. to provide something to show that you're I don't not. remember, like, I don't remember, I haven't seen four recently enough to remember what he's doing before they bring the gang back to L.A. That's a good question. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> we will find out soon. So, um, Anthony, what you were saying, you're... Not too impressed with this one. Okay, so... (laughs) Buckle up. (laughs) It's not absolutely terrible. It's mm-hmm. it, it's not a terrible movie. Um, Put that for one in me, the box. Yeah. <laughs> you sound, you sound not like absolutely a, terrible, Anthony. This is turning into the, like a Yelp review. <laughs> while while I'm no expert, I can say that it wasn't terrible. But no, I'm just kidding. I know you're an expert. It no, um, it's just not be. my thing. Like uh, with with mm-hmm. the first movie, there was enough to keep me um, interested with the characters mm-hmm. and their interactions and and just really the whole theme of family. This one doesn't really have it. I, I think that the family dynamic between um, you know uh, Tyrese or Rome and, and um, uh, Brian, it just seems like they're making it up as they're going along. I like think it, they almost literally did. Yeah, it, it just they're Indiana Jonesing mm-hmm. that entire movie. It mm-hmm. doesn't feel as thought out as as the first one did. Mm-hmm. Definitely not. Um, this one has more mindless action, and that's when my brain kind of tunes out. And I think the mindless action. Uh, bleeds into like all the exposition that the bad guys are. Er, Cole Hauser is constantly like, what, what's his character's name? Carter. Carter Verone, Carter Verone is kind of constantly like spouting out. It's it was literally hard for me to 
uh, keep tabs on what was happening, watching them in 15 minute increments with the first movie, I knew exactly what was happening. You know, I knew their goals. I cared more. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. this one, it's just like, like I I was watching the last 15 minutes. I was like, I have no idea still what their goals are, what they're trying to do, like how much money they're working with that, that information comes at you so fast and almost like with no importance. I think that's totally fair. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I've seen this movie, I think, five times. Mm. I still don't quite know why they need to stop him. Yeah. Like, I know he's bad and there's drugs and there's money or there's something like I like I couldn't give you a detailed rundown of Mm. that in the same way. I can tell you why Thanos wants to kill everybody. Markham had this personal like he had to finish this case and that would inform his kind of dickish behavior. And it would give a reason as to why they have to nail him specifically. And the problem is like also that like I feel like they do get the Roman Brian relationship pretty well down. Mm -hmm. But the problem is like the reason Brian's pretty much doing this seems to be to try to renew and, and fix that relationship with Roman and, and help by wiping Roman's record. Yeah. But you, by the end of the movie, you feel like Roman would be friends with him whether that happened or not. Yeah. Like, like the, that, that character problem is kind of solved even if they failed. Mm. Um, yeah. So there's not a lot of like... Th- I'll, I will say this. I, I did see this movie when it came out. And I in the theater in the theater, and I did not like it. I was like, "Wow, I guess that's the end of I that." I didn't series. like it the first time I saw it either. <laughs> um, it was like for me, it was like seeing Iron Man two. It was like, "Oh, well, that was a nice try, but I guess we're not going to do this whole Avengers thing, huh?" Like, well, I, I thought it was over. Uh, and watching it now, you know, watching it now, watching it previously, as as the series goes on, I think Roman is probably my favorite character mm-hmm. overall. And so going Which back, I find to, that fascinating. Going back to see him again. In these, this early movie, when they qu- don't quite have him nailed down, he's not he's not really the butt monkey of the all those butts <laughs> back again. Uh, he's not really the butt monkey of the whole team like he became in, in five when Dwayne Johnson started to clown on him. Um, but I love that character so much that just mm. seeing his his kind of full arc is a treat now. Even though the movie is sort of subpar, like I've always like I said, I'm here for these characters and yeah. him mm-hmm. and Brian. And this is where Tej comes in, and he's very important for the rest of the series. Um, well, I like, think that's the appeal of this film. Yeah, it's is, continuity. Is having seen those later ones and going back and yeah, the later ones make be, through continuity make this one a better watch. Okay, yeah, because that I I was going to ask you guys, you being the expert, me being the the newbie to this. Um, I feel like you could watch these movies and take this one out completely, and the experience wouldn't be like well. But diminished. then you don't know where Roman comes from. And Tej. Yeah, mm-hmm. Roman Roman and Tej would just kind of appear, which I mean, but which they can. I mean, to most really of the people who yeah. saw most yeah. of the people who made five the big hit it was had never seen this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you true. don't need to. But yeah. it's like a it's like an extra treat. It's like exactly. it's like Ant Man. Yeah. It's like it's fine. It's it's you, you don't do you need to see it? No, but it's like a nice little visit with these characters in okay. a sure. corner of things. Yeah. And maybe you don't care. Um, maybe you don't care about Ant Man, but maybe Ant Man's going to do something really cool in Avengers Endgame, or he did something really cool in Civil War. And he's going to find like the go- Fantastic Four. Yeah, you like going back and uh, hopefully, find, yeah. Don't get your hopes up. <laughs> you like going back and seeing Ant Man in another scenario because you like those characters now, and it makes makes it better kind of retroactively, which yeah. is not a fair counterpoint to your accurate criticism mm-hmm. but that is my excuse for why I don't dislike this movie but I think anymore. it goes to say you know why those later movies are so enjoyable that it actually makes this one a little yeah. more yeah, enjoyable yeah that's what yeah. I'm looking yeah. forward to I mean that's really why I, I wanted to I think this was these. the biggest hurdle Mm. For yes. anyone, really, in this series, and even like I said, it's not as bad as I thought. Like I mm. thought, I would absolutely hate it. And there are me things too. that it's me not too. garbage. Yeah, no. it's not. And I, I 
three is my least favorite, but this one is probably worse. Because mm. this one is the hardest one to see why you're watching it. Uh, right. Like, Tokyo right. Drift at least has the the hook of the drift racing and kind of the, the fish out of water thing of the main character being in Japan. Whereas this, you're like, why? Like, and like, and you can find an excuse why if you care about those characters retroactively from the later movies. But when yeah, you're just watching universal. this movie raw, it's like, this is completely disposable and I don't see why well, we're that's, here. That's the universe. It's the thing. Also, that, there's no Vin that, Diesel and what, why are you doing this to me? Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the idea that universal still had no idea what they wanted to do with the franchise. They just know the first one made they, money. They were yeah. like people like cars. They like hot girls. Didn't we say that like this races. one actually made more money than the first one? I think it, I think it might have. Um, there, there is a contingency though, guys, you know, we're film snobs, you know, to what, I mean, we're not snobs, but you know, we are, Cinephiles. We're, we're people who really love, you know, I, I, well, I mean, it's like when you talk to somebody else and you're talking about movies, they're like, wow, you know so much about movies. A lot of people just don't think about it. You know what right. I mean? Like they, they want to watch the movie and they want to go on. A lot of people love this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, there are people who are like, oh, too fast is like my favorite one. And I <laughs> think it's, well, here's the weird thing. Again, you know, it's, you can't you can't get a, you know whatever with someone for having their taste of because course. I mean Tokyo yeah. Drift is my favorite one too and a lot of people don't like you know I like it because it's in Japan mm-hmm. you know and there's a lot of like cool stuff Sonny Chiba's in it he's one of my favorite actors you know so like you have your reasons for liking something sure. um, and I will say this about the third one like the like most of our guests we have on the podcast are always asking to come back for the third one. Yeah. And a lot of my friends are like, dude, you have to bring me on the third one. You have to. And I'm just like, man, the third one must be really special. It, and it's Matt, weirdly spe- well, like, I, Fuck that one. I've not, I think I just think it's the worst one because okay. it's the most uninteresting plot. Cause it's basically the karate kid with drift racing. Um, it's the worst main character because he's a boring character and I don't think the actor plays him very well. Lucas Black, right? Yeah. yeah from the um, X-Files. Yeah. The X-Files and, from movie. American Gothic. <laughs> yeah, American Gothic. He was, he's a good actor. He was on he was the X-Files And now he's too. on NCIS, I think, or something. NCIS Las Vegas or something. He was a little New kid Orleans. that gets taken yeah. over by just, the black, black oil. And it's just like, it's just tangential in a way that none of the others are, even this one. like because mm. And this one was tangential until the later... Until the later movies like made those characters make more, they always like retcon it, which is really good. And the retcon yeah. of of you know the the fact that four, five, and six take place between two and three is a great solution to the fact yeah, that the is. breakout character of three was Han, right? Um, who is a very good character, but I think he's a better character in the context of the the Fast and the Furious family. Yes. Rather than the environment he's in in Tokyo Drift, yeah, um, which is and I just, but he is Han Solo. At yes, that point. yes. Waka waka. Which, That's actually the character's real name. We, well, I've, I've heard I've, the somebody said I can't remember who it was, but someone involved in the production said that that was probably an alias. That's still cool, a fake though. ID. It's still but, cool, but still it proves Han that Han Solo. is thinking. Yeah, yeah. But we'll where I guess we'll mention are doing three between six and seven for this. Podcast. Yeah, we're we're yeah. doing something a little different. So we're not watching them in the order that they came out in theaters. In we're story. gonna we're gonna watch them because, in, in narrative order. Yeah, we're watching right. them in narrative order, and it will kind of all make sense. So if you are watching the movies along with us for the first time, be aware that we're not going to be watching three next. We're going to be doing four, five, and six, and then go back to three. Well, the next Change thing you Netflix should watch, Bandoleros. Yeah. Oh, we're Los doing Bandoleros. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We're doing Los Bandoleros, which is a short film that took place in between. But. V- what are we doing before Los Bandoleros? Okay, so we have 
<laughs> this is so cool. So uh, we had put the word out to several people from uh, this film, and Tom Barry, who played Bilkins, Agent in, Bilkins in, himself, in the first two films, who turned out to be our favorite character. Uh, has very graciously uh, agreed to uh, sit, sit in with us yeah. uh, for the next episode, and we're going to talk to him about the making of the two films, and uh, which is I, I it's think it's going to be great pretty amazing placement for this interview because he is now the only person that was involved in the first two films, unless you, you know the producer, I suppose. Yeah, and it's it's funny because we were we were talking about it. We were like, you know, if we we we. we reached out to John Singleton. We were waiting to hear back from him and we realized we didn't have time to wait to get that response. And we were like, let's, let's reach out to like Tom Barry and see what happens. Yeah. And so we're very excited and, to talk. Yeah. We're going to try to get like, uh, Enrique, you know, Dom Galena or Matt Galena. Matt, uh, well, I think Mo, he, Mo Galena. Yeah. He yeah, went by Matt and, uh, in this movie, I guess, but then changed it. To yeah. Change it to Mo. But, I do. Uh, believe, I like excited. that. Cause I also believe that, if you if you really wanted to continue the series somehow, you could do a, a period piece prequel series with that character younger, because the Wouldn't way he be re- amazing because the way he reacts to all the stuff that happens, especially in this movie with with Brian and Roman, you can tell he's been there. <laughs> like his thing is just sort of like yeah, we, yeah. Even at the end of this movie, he's like he's ready to go back to the station. Like he's just like yeah, yeah. We, we're done, we did it. Yeah, I yeah. Think cool. You jumped the car yeah. on a boat. I jumped four cars onto three boats once. But <laughs> he's I'm not going to talk about retirement. that. Like yeah. he's yeah, ready yeah. to <laughs> dang yeah, he's his. But he's seen up. he's seen some shit, and he mm-hmm. he knows how it goes. And you know, even when like you know when they first find Roman and Brian's like. Yo, however this plays out, just let it happen. And he literally sits down and starts eating popcorn. No, yeah, yeah. He's, he's a great. He character. constantly says yeah. that he's on vacation. Yeah. He's it's his day yeah. off. But yeah. like, I I would totally watch this. And I I think maybe he just doesn't say it, but I think he knew Dom's father back in the day. Oh. Your headcanon. I think is, they knew. I, think I, I they, love our headcanon, how we're we're doing expanded universe stuff with yes. uh, with the Fast and the Furious. Well, series don't end anymore. They just expand. That's right. Yeah, Nothing that's can true. end. Jesus, maybe we you should think Game of Thrones is going to end. It's not going to end. There's going to be another show. That's true. Yeah. That's how you bring back Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, <laughs> bring him back. <laughs> he comes back in CGI form. Be hilarious. <laughs> but so, uh, yeah, that's amazing. So Tom Barry is going to be. You know, yeah. with us uh, next episode, which is amazing. And what the what did, did you have any final too fast thoughts? Or I guess we kind of covered everything. Yeah, I mean, I think we we this, this is not as much. You know, there's no metaphorical trains in That's this true. one so much. There's, there's not, not a lot. Oh, of, this there's is not a deeper. There's very straightforward no symbolism yeah. in this movie, other than his use of color. I know, do feel. He, I do feel that I would like to see. Um, I know she's not a tremendous fan favorite, but I would like to see Suki come back in some form. Before the end of the series, well, even if just like a one line, she like just get appears up, as a I'm, dead body, we're gonna find out. Yo, she's Suki. been running Tej's <laughs> garage this whole time. Oh, that could yeah, work. That's true. That could, yeah, someone must have because Ted leaves for international <laughs> incidents <laughs> all right. the time. He's an international yeah. spy. There's now. a throwaway line about his ex-wife, and then we find out a suit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and three just because they reincorporate so much. I mean, they brought back that guy who starts the races in the first movie in like seven. Yeah, you know, in the, when they bring yeah, when they bring uh, Letty back to like, oh, she'll race again and she'll remember who she is, sort of thing, and like they got the same actor, like it yeah. was fifteen <laughs> years ago, and they're well, like, it's not oh, like yeah, that guy was doing, you know, right? Yeah. But it's like the fa- it's not even the fact it's not the fact that the actor agreed to do it. It was that like they went to the effort to go find the, you could just cast anyone. It didn't have to be the same guy starting races in L.A. fifteen right. years later, yeah. right. but they found him and brought him back, and like he hadn't been in it in the series for six movies, and they're like, yeah, we're gonna that's that's the dude we know. That's our friend. That's who he's the guy who would run that race. We would bring her to, yeah. and they they went that extra mile 
no pun intended. And like, I love that about this series. I love that. Like if you're paying attention, they just bring stuff back out of nowhere. Yeah. So what do you got going on for 2019? Um, I'm still doing the, the weekly show with, uh, sifted.net. That's, uh, no E sifted with no E. Um, and, uh, otherwise uh, I do, I do some writing here and there for IGN video. Um, so you, but I don't get, I don't get credits for that. So you, <laughs> if you hear something that sounds like the things I say on this show, probably, it's probably me. <laughs> they mentioned, they mentioned Fast and the Furious and Transformers crossover. That's yeah. me. Right. That's my stuff. Yeah. If, if there's a lot of like weird references to family and quarter miles in, in the, uh, in the Zelda review, <laughs> that's, you know, you know, there who's you writing that one. Did you mention your social last time? Did you have any uh, Twitters yeah, or Twitter's on uh, Twitter's at, at Facebooks? M- Twitter is at M Kyle M K E I L. Um, currently blowing up with a re- re- response to that wizard poop tweet from Pottermore. Nice. Um, it's <laughs> ah, the most Poopermore. popular tweet of all time. Wow. Did you plug your SoundCloud? I did not. And that's the because cool I don't thing. have one because uh. I have no musical talent. <laughs> but you sounded when you said I did not. I had another flashback to fucking. I did not. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> Any, I did not. <laughs> any final thoughts, Vito? Um, okay, so yeah, I had always always heard that this movie was terrible. Mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty fun. I mean, is it a masterpiece? No. I mean, obviously not. And it's more disjointed than it is jointed, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I loved the relationship between Brian and Roman. I thought that they had a lot of fun. You could tell they were enjoying themselves. Um Carter Verone was a he's he's a weird villain, but you could tell uh, that uh, Wings ha- or Cole Hauser was having fun doing it. I mean, mm-hmm. I I I liked it more than I thought I was. No going one to, pissed and, me off, in and this I could movie. see. Yeah, no, I I could see myself watching this again. You know, grabbing some popcorn, having some friends in another over ten and, years or so, and maybe. like watching it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's is it is it my favorite of the series? No, but at the same time, I wouldn't turn it off if it was on television. You know, if I was flipping channels, I'd watch it. Yeah, sure. I would, and I would always include it in my my series watch down. If I'm going to watch sure. the whole series again, yeah. it's not like something that'd be like, it's not like where I'd be like, do I really need to watch incredible Hulk from watching all the Marvel movies? Not really. Yeah. You know, this, but this is you know, also the second film. I love the incredible Hulk. Um, I love it. It's a big, it's I don't, I don't dislike it. I, I think, I think it's better than Thor two, but, um, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Thor two. I might skip. No. I don't know, but uh, I wouldn't skip this. I, I, I enjoy too many of the, the bits with, uh, Roman and I enjoy, uh, the stuff with Ted, I think Tej is very is a great character. Mm-hmm. Like he's a, and he, like bringing him back to do what he does makes a lot of sense. But he's a lot of fun in this movie, just as sort of the embodiment of what it's like to be in this fantasy version of Florida. Yeah, <laughs> he's sure. like he's like the world's most successful criminal. Yeah, he's like a really nice guy. He like just everybody great. Just the fact that like that's that one scene where where he's just he's sitting there with a megaphone announcing and yelling at the people doing water ski races and stuff. It's, yeah. it's pay up, pay up. Pay up. He's got yeah. a whole empire. Yeah, because yeah, no, no. it's it's also funny that like you know in the in the thing where they do the the race for the for the muscle cars, which is one of the least plausible races in the whole series, which is saying something. But at the beginning, Ted says, "If you don't pay up, you're going to be drinking through a straw." Oh yeah, and I'm like. Okay, I don't think like you Enrique could beat these guys now. up, but that implies that there's muscle behind Tej that we just yeah. don't yeah. see. Yeah, that's he knows the guys. Really, like, the man kind of runs Miami. Yeah, in a that's way. the really weird thing. It, which is another, which also begs the question: How come the feds aren't after Tej? You know what I mean? Like, why is he, he covers his ass? It? He's yeah. that good. Yeah, he's yeah. that good. They don't even mention him. Yeah, and I mean, Brian, Brian also, you know, Brian hands that peels off that bit of his winnings to him right at the end of that for, yep. without even thinking about it's it. Like, it's just that's like respect. It's like, that's respect, right. and it's 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 like, and you're like, that's 
unusual for Brian. <laughs> Brian is kind of a greedy bastard in a lot of ways. He's all about the respect. But he is about the respect, but you can't you don't just get it from him. So something I'd yeah. love to know what happened with him between him and Tej that Oh, yeah, resulted yeah. in that re- relationship because like clearly Brian thinks a lot of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Did you get all the stuff you wanted to get out, Anthony? Yep. Awesome. <laughs> it gets better from here. It I does. promise. Now, and I told Matt this outside, this is what I thought the Fast and the Furious movies were. Like This, this movie, movie like yeah. embodies all of that. Not that it's dumb or stupid or, or idiotic. I, I it's just not my thing. For sure. And yeah. I'll be interested to see what you think of Fast and Fur- Furious, the mm-hmm. fourth film, the next in our uh, watch. And it's a lot more family-based. Yeah. Cool. And it's, more, it's more like four, I, th- I think, is more of an, oh. Like, I would say the, I'd say the series, like, if you're watching one, two, four, five, I would say it, it goes like, huh. Hmm. Oh. Whoa! Like that's, so that's that's the that's the move, and then that's also the, move. the acting yeah. that yeah. Brian does in every movie. <laughs> that's, yes. the, that's the progression of his facial Absolutely. expressions. Now, I I was really surprised at how much I liked the first one. This one, I I kind of fell where I thought I would fall. And here's an irritating thing about the first movie. Um, so I I don't own the movies, mm-hmm. and I had to you know, borrow your copy to watch the 15 minutes. Now they're on Netflix or now the first one's on Netflix. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like probably I think like two weeks after we started. Well, the um, first four were on Amazon for a long time, like free. I couldn't find them. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, cause they took them off yeah, like, yeah. right before we started this podcast. Yeah. I bet they will become luck. more available in the mean, cause that the next movie's so far out. Exactly. They're not going to pull them. Until closer leave, to the release, for a they want that treat. awareness. Yeah, because yeah. like when you come to the, come to the release, they pull them, so you have to pay for them because that's when everybody gets interested again. Yeah, smart. But yeah. for a while, smart. I think we're gonna, you're going to be able to access them more easily. And we've uncovered that there's a, a parody spoof. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, we're debating on whether or not we're going to review it. Oh, for we the totally show. have to. Come on, yeah, we'll see. We have to. It's called like what is it like super super fast or super something fast like that. Or something. Yeah. So actually, that might be something. Uh, our our email is so fast so furious podcast at gmail. Mm-hmm. Let us know if you want us to review. We're thinking about doing better luck tomorrow as well, which, which is, is the is movie the first... that features the Han character. Exactly. Yeah, that's Justin Lin's first feature. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of considered, considered an unofficial canon. prequel. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 an unofficial prequel to uh, both. Tokyo Drift and the mm-hmm. the Han character in mm-hmm. general. Let so us know if you want us to, episodes, uh, yeah. to to review that or to to do that. We probably wouldn't do it in fifteen minutes. Yeah, we, it would be all one episode. But we yeah, do it yeah. as an episode. Yeah. It's like a good movie. Episode. It's yeah. worth it's worth seeing. It's so. not the tone is completely different, and it's you know it doesn't have racing really in it, but like it's clearly the same character in a in a younger form, and like it's an interesting sort of exploration of. Uh, basically, growing up Asian in the San Gabriel Valley uh, in the nineties, it, it's a, it's a, it's it's the origin of Han Solo. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, you, so yeah. you got our, you've got our email got with Solo, and yeah. our Twitter is at the. You can tweet the show at So Fast Podcast, and you should all uh, check in next week when we talk to Tom Barry. It'll be a fun episode. Yeah, and please make sure that you rate us uh, on iTunes and subscribe and uh, and write a review. Yes, please. Um, we got a, we got a somebody who was like pissed that we didn't know about cars. We know nothing we about, about cars. We're, we're we're approaching this from that since the first episode. Yeah, yeah. we are we are Pay approaching this not from the uh, the point of view of car lovers, but as movie lovers and people yeah. who enjoy the series, not just for the but cool we love cars. and respect. Car lovers, oh, yeah. and if we've said yeah, something, you for please review. correct us. Absolutely. Yeah, if you're still listening, thank you. If you're not, uh, you don't 
hear me at all. So yeah, yeah, and rem- and remember, like the movie, the guys making the movies don't know everything either. Like the there was right. a whole thing where like the, mo- the the cars they were going to use for this movie originally, and they brought in like a, a car consultant, and the consultant's like, you would not use these cars for any of this, and they completely changed the cars they were going to use. Um, so yeah, everybody needs the gearhead help. Well, maybe at some yeah, point. And, and maybe we'll bring in like a uh, like one of the people for if we can find one of the car guys to come in and we'll Absolutely. do an episode of that. So yeah, sounds good. So yeah, check with us next week, and uh, we're excited to start the next movie. Awesome! Happy New Year, everybody. 